Hello, thank you all so much for joining in today. This is a very special conversation that I want to have with you today because today is a national holiday. Uh, I hope that you are enjoying this day. It is my born day, the day of my birth, and I am really rejoicing today, and I'm so glad that the Lord has blessed me to reach 35 years of age. I don't know what it is about the number 35. I've always kind of envisioned this number in my mind as a transitional place in life. Um, for some reason, I would think about 35 being a just a good place. You're right there, moving out of the youth, but you're still young enough to be classified as young, but old enough that you're not classified as just a little boy anymore. You're kind of old enough to have some wisdom from experience. Some good, some negative, but hey, at the end of the day, God works all things together for our good. And so as I celebrate this 35th birthday, I want to just talk about some things that I've learned over these 35 years of living. And of course, when I talk about 35 years of living, I really probably can reduce that within the last 15 years or so. Because, you know, you're just living as a teen and you're learning things, but um, as you get into that young adulthood and keep moving forward in life, you're learning and reflecting at the same time. So, some things that I've learned, and my birthday is a day for me to just refocus and recenter myself concerning vision for my life. I hope you have a vision for your life as well, because anyone who um, is living without vision is simply wandering through life. With no vision, you find yourself allowing years and days just pass you by, and you look back and wonder, where's the time gone? The time didn't go anywhere. The problem is you didn't go anywhere. Um, so what are you doing with your life? What is your vision for your life? And my birthday is today, I think about that. And it's primarily because it was on my birthday that I recommitted myself to a vision that God had given me. It was two years ago, in 2018, that I recommitted myself to this endeavor, this ministry, ODC Ministries. I had to think about what caused me in some ways to relinquish that vision. What made me kind of step away from it? What made me go through a couple of years with the vision of ODC Ministries on my shelf? The fact that the matter is, the truth be told, it was some setbacks and some disappointments. And what I perceived to be lack of support from places that I thought I needed to have um, support from. And so I kind of backed up from the vision, put the vision on the shelf, focused on things that I think was going well and would bring relative success and progress. And I didn't understand at the time that no one said that vision or vision becoming a reality will be easy. And no one said that there wouldn't be setbacks and disappointments. And no one said that it was just going to be 
a constant upward motion. I had to understand that the road to fulfilling vision is filled with ups and downs, disappointments. And so, thankfully, God put uh, someone in my life that just brought ODC Ministries back to the center of my focus by just asking me about it. What happened to ODC Ministries? When I was asked that question, I was like, wow, I hadn't even thought about it. I mean, this is the vision God gave me. And because of a few negative comments and because of a few um, incidents where things didn't pan out the way that I had envisioned them panning out, I had really gave up on my vision that God had given me, or not my vision, but the vision that God had given me for my life. And I'm so grateful that that person just asked that question. What happened to ODC Ministries? It forced me to reach back up on that shelf and dust off that vision and began to restructure it, um, fine-tune it, think through it thoroughly, and reposition myself so that that vision would no longer just be in the back of my mind, but it would be in the forefront of my thinking so that I could be creative and also disciplined to bring that vision to pass. Maybe you're listening to me right now and you say, you know what, ODC, that sounds a lot like me. I had some visions for where I wanted to be in my life, and I kind of gave up on it because things got a little hard. I gave up on it because someone said something negative. I gave up on it because someone began to insert their thoughts and their opinions. And when they inserted their thoughts and opinions, it made me feel like, Maybe I'm wasting my time doing this. Maybe this is not what I ought to be focusing on right now. You just wanted to just keep climbing up the ladder of success or have that trajectory that's always moving in the positive direction. And when you experience that setback or experience that conversation, that disappointment, you did what I did. You just put it on the shelf, out of sight, out of mind, Move to the back of your mind, off of your things to do. But listen, friend, if that's something that God has given you, if that's something that God has placed within your heart, if that's something that God has purposed for your life, if you put that on a shelf, you're not just giving up on yourself. You're really giving up on the God who planted the vision within you. See, the thing about vision that comes from God is it can come to pass if you commit yourself to always plowing forward, always trying to make the day count, always focusing upon the purpose that God has placed within you. I want to share with you just a couple things that I've learned as I have picked this vision back up. And no, this vision has not been fully materialized, but wow, I tell you, in a couple of years, some great things have happened. Some great things have happened in a couple of years since 
we relaunched on my birthday in 2018. First thing is this, write your vision. Write your vision legibly so that you can understand it. Write your vision legibly so that you can keep it before you. Write your vision legibly so that other people can even read it and catch it. You spend a lot of time writing diaries, journals, Facebook posts, Twitter posts. But are you writing your vision? Are you just writing about things you are hearing? And just random thoughts that come to your mind. Write your vision. Make it legible. Not only write the vision and make it legible. Here's the thing too. Be grateful for the supporters of your vision. I guarantee you there will be people who will question your vision. There will be people who will be naysayers. You know, some people... Just don't find anything positive to say. Everything they say is negative. Everything that comes out of their mouth is um, in some way shady. And um, there's always some comment that was unnecessary. Nobody asked you for that. But you just was willing to give it anyway. You're always going to have people like that in your life. But you can't give in to the negativity and the pessimism that comes from people who may not see or support your vision. You have to learn how to hear them and keep moving. Just keep it moving. And if you keep it moving, God will bring people along who will see the vision, support the vision, and strengthen the vision. They will see the vision, they will support your vision, And in supporting the vision, they add to it. They strengthen the vision. They bring ideas and things to the table to chisel in details that you hadn't even considered. They help bring it to life. Be thankful for the supporters that will come your way. Always be appreciative of them because, listen, if the vision is really from God, it's bigger than you. And no matter how smart and resourceful you are, you're going to need other people to support you in that effort, in that endeavor. And so many times we spend countless hours begrudging people who didn't support us and people who didn't come through and people who said something negative. And we spend so much time almost trying to change their minds, but do yourself a favor today. Stop. Just quit. Stop. It's not your job to change their minds. It's your job to keep it moving and wait on God to send the people who will support the vision and strengthen the vision. And always be grateful for them. Never take them for granted. Never take a person's willingness to invest in your vision that God has given for you for granted. Always show appreciation to those individuals by word as well as deed. last thing I would just say is, Your vision shouldn't be the only vision that you are concerned about. See, God is so great that God has a way of planting something in my heart, planting something in your heart, and planting something in another listener's heart. And all of it comes from God, and all of it is necessary, and all of it is needed. 
And when all of those different things are working together, it really makes a difference in the lives of others individually and collectively in our community and our churches. You know, sometimes we get so selfish that we only want to see our thing succeed. But a person who really has a vision for their life and is working toward developing something that God has placed in their heart, you know that it takes hard work to do it. It's not easy. And therefore, you need to find ways to support other people. Support other people's visions. Sometimes it's just encouraging them. Sometimes it may be sowing a seed. Sometimes it is just making sure that you don't become that negative person that somebody was for you. That you don't rain on their parade, but that you push them and promote them. I've never saw anybody bring harm to themselves by getting behind someone else that's doing something positive. If anything, it makes you look bigger. It makes you look better when you find yourself supporting other people. So these are just things that I have just want to share with you today. If your vision is somewhere on the shelf, then go and grab it. Dust it off. Rethink it, fine tune it so that you can develop it and it can grow even more and more and more so that you can reach even more and more people. And always remember that whatever comes out of it, the glory goes to God because it was something that he planted within you. It was an assignment that he called you to. It grabbed you. You didn't grab it. And so I hope that you would grab your vision, let the vision grab you, and go forward. Go forward believing that it will come to pass. Go forward saying that no matter what anybody says, I'm not going to quit. Go forward knowing that, hey, I may have some disappointments along the way, but disappointment does not mean failure. Just because it didn't work the first time does not mean it won't work the second time. Look at all the people in history. Tyler Perry, just for one example. Countless plays that failed, but he didn't give up on that vision. He kept on writing. He kept on producing. He kept on having those opening nights. And finally, one night, the breakthrough came. And now he's a billionaire because he didn't give up on his dream. He didn't give up on his vision. So I hope that you will go forth and do that. Just one last thing. People who don't support the vision, that does not mean you have to throw them away. Don't throw people away just because they didn't support it. They can be beneficial in ways somewhere down the line. And they may even contribute toward the vision and not even know they're contributing toward it. Don't throw them away. Don't harbor ill feelings. Let it go. God will bring those who are needed for the vision to come forward. So don't throw people away. And at the same time, don't cling to people who don't support you either. Don't throw them away. It does not mean that they have to be at the table in the inner circle. Learn how to 
find out ways that they can benefit you without allowing them to poison you. I hope that you will write your vid to make it plain today because it's not too late. You can start today. You can start right now. Make it happen. Thank you for listening.